I know before I attribute it, the decision to be better, to be a better person, to, if you will, save my own life. I don't like that term. It's a bit cringeworthy, if you will, to a separate person. But I will go ahead and say that there were two events, two deaths of celebrities that did it. Changed my perspective on life and death as they were. And living as a whole depression, emotion, feeling. And the first person was Chris Cornell. The second person was Chester Bennington. And I'm I'm getting into this bill because I just got done listening to Burn It Down since the for the first time since Chester Bennington killed himself. And I'm going to continue to say killed himself because committed suicide is a term that we as human beings say to make ourselves feel good. There's nothing painless, there's nothing good, there's nothing there's nothing painless in someone taking their own life. Saying committed suicide is the same reason why people <laughs> people do that thing because we're so obsessed with making the people around us feel good. And I know this from crying every day from being in that state of mind. We're so obsessed with making everyone think that everything's okay and not making everyone else feel discomfort that we look at our own comfort and put it in the back seat. Killed himself. He did not commit suicide. He killed himself. Commit suicide is a neutral term. I don't know how he suffered. I know he suffered from addiction and all kinds of afflictions. The man had three divorces, four to five children. But the thing that always torn me, the thing that has torn me up from his death to even now is that shit through thick and thin from and I've went through a lot of changes in my life from thick and thin through genre to genre because I don't listen to the same kind of music I listen to. Everyone has loved Linkin Park that I've known. Black, white, Asian, me. And I'll tell you, I went from listening to pop music to hard rock, like Nickelback and shit, to death metal, <laughs> to stuff like Stone Sour. I've always loved Linkin Park. I still love Linkin Park now. Just to know that the success that we thought that that man had. I mean, I'm pretty sure some people knew. I'm pretty sure a lot of people knew. I never knew that he suffered like that until he took his own life. It was a very heavy hit. And I believe that was one of the things that really made me pay attention to my own state. Because I'd always said that I don't want to see anyone suffer like this. And I... There was somebody that I I will admit, I can't say I idolized him, but he was a man that you would think was so happy because of all the success that was around him, that surrounded him, the joy that he brought to people. Even after he died, Chester Bennington died, there were tons of bands, old and new, Kiss, Gene Simmons from Kiss, people from Motley Crue, people from newer bands like Issues, Suicide Silence. They were posting saying, we were, we, he seemed to be the nicest man in the world. He had so many children. Even Nikki Six said, I love the guy because he always was an old man. Just to see that he brought that aura of happiness around and he had so much pain inside. And to know what it was, it was addiction. They found his body next to a bottle of beer. And I know that he struggled with that. That and depression. It was right there in the lyrics. We all knew. It's right there in all of the lyrics. The lyrics aren't going to go away. He went away. 
those things are eternal. He made sure. And that's what, he's one of the people that made me always sit there and say to myself, I'm going to make sure that I, if I pass away anytime soon, I want to make sure I left my stuff here. Because he made sure he did. He took his own life, but he made sure that he's always immortal. Because he left his writings, his music, his feelings down here for generations of people to enjoy. At least two generations have already enjoyed it. Of every different, of different races and different in different countries. He left people with so many memories. So Chester Bennington is one of those people inspired me to get into the um the cycle of self-improvement and enjoying my life because I said and I will go ahead and say talk about Chris Cornell I was not too much into Chris Cornell as his life during his life but I was a all right I was a Soundgarden fan but I wasn't all I was okay with Soundgarden I had a couple Audio Slave songs that I loved. When Chris Cornell killed himself, I felt guilty. Because I used to drown myself in self-pity when I felt bad. And I believe Like a Stone was one song. Like a Stone and Fell on Black Days are two of the songs that I used to always listen to. That was a Catatonia song. Um, I don't remember the name of the song now. To make myself keep feeling bad, keep feeling bad. I choke myself in sorrow. And I know that just in April, because I would, I would, I would practice that all throughout the beginning of 2017, just to know in that April, he was gone. And it was because of Adovin, some kind of drug he was taking. He hung himself in his hotel room. I remember that day, I looked down at my phone and I dropped it. And I said, what the fuck? No, not Chris Cornell. Not the guy who sang about suicide. Not that guy. But then we look back and he said he never he never got over it. And I walked to the bathroom of my school and I just looked. I had my Nirvana shirt on that day. And everyone was posting that the last, that the last person, Eddie Vader, the last of the grunge icons in the 90s. He was only one dude left. And Lane Staley's story really inspired me to make sure that I don't leave my mother here. His mother found him, and he was strung out on drugs, so he was the size of a mannequin. His mother picked him up. Those are some of the things that have fucking haunted me. I don't even like listening to Alice in Chains, because when I see him, those that resonates in my mind. They kicked the door down to his house. And he was the size of a mannequin. She said she thought it was a mannequin in his clothes. It was him. He was so skinny because he was so strung out on heroin his last days. I don't want my mom to have to go through that. I don't want my dad to have to go through that. I don't want my family to come find me like that. That's fucked up. And I think that's why I said I'm, I decided to not be. I'm not going to live my life with that demon, depression, or sadness. I'd rather be happy and die. like two, I would rather be happy and die 20 days from now. Even sometimes I say I've had the greatest day of my life. I've had the greatest months these past couple of months. That if I die tomorrow, I'll be happy. Fuck living in sorrow. I don't care if I'm out there poor as shit. If I'm happy, it's amazing. 
if we all happy, it's amazing. I want my whole family to be happy. I don't want nobody to be out there living miserable to my inner name or something. No, fuck that. Because I saw that. I saw Chris Cornell. I saw Lane Staley. I saw Chester Bennington. And I said, money ain't happiness. There's so many things that we can chase that won't ever make us feel good on the inside. The greatest thing that we can achieve in this life is happiness, eternal happiness. And that's why I got started off trying to find out how to do that. And meditation was the first step. And I'm crying right now. I'm going to go ahead and admit it. Because I just broke down listening to Burn It Down. I've been listening to Linkin Park since I was like at least four or five years old. You never would have expected Chester Bennington to be one of the people that you see in the news. And when I pulled up Reddit that day, because that's all I always find my news about people passing away, such and such dead at this age, I said, damn. I don't believe, I don't think I cried at the moment, but I sat there and I thought, that's going to put a damper on so many good memories. And it has. So many people imitate his singing style <laughs> in a lot of the genres that I listen to, but for a long while, it's sickening me to listen to a lot of different kinds, different bands because they sound like just like him. And I get back to thinking about him and all those memories I had and now they're tainted because he's dead. And I just would think that I don't want to go through that. I don't want to see anyone else go through that. And I said, that's what I'm here for. I'm going to leave my stuff behind and I'm not here to, I'm not here to make anybody suffer. I'm not here to watch anybody suffer. I don't want to see that. Fuck expectation, fuck reputation, fuck image. I don't want to see any other human being sit there and feel like that. And now I have the foresight to see it. <laughs> I mean, I love everyone. And that's something I can never get rid of. <laughs> I love my people, I love my family. But above all, I love everyone. Especially the people who suffer on the inside and never say anything about it because I know what that's like. Yeah, that's all I really had to say. I don't believe in God, but if there is a God, I pray to him. I mean, I would pray to him that, I mean, we know there's no end. I mean, there is the end. This is this is it. This These are the days that we have. Chester's days are over. Chris Cornell's days are over. In a way, they say atheists have nothing to live for. We have everything to live for because when we're done, we're done. The only thing we have here is what we leave. Our heaven is what we leave. If we did a bunch of crazy shit, that's hell. Because that's what we're going to be remembered as. If you fucked a bunch of people over, if you were a bad person, you were in hell. If you were an amazing person while you were here, you are in heaven. So you have everything to live for. Your name is what you live for. Your image is what you live for as an atheist. Your other people, whatever. The building up of other people in society is what you live for as an atheist. Rest in, pro rest in prosperity, Chester. Chris. Lane.